Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So a little bit of a disclaimer here. Uh, Acts chapter 8, verse 26 through 40 is one of my favorite passages of Scripture. Uh, so just that's a little bit of a disclaimer for today's episode. So I'm excited. I'm excited. And uh, I'm going to read this as a whole just to make sure we hear the story. And then we'll go back and, and talk about it for just a little bit. So verse 26 says this. An angel of the Lord spoke to Philip. Get up and go south of the road that goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is the desert road. So he got up and he went. And there was an Ethiopian man, a eunuch and a high official of Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who was in charge of her entire treasury. He had come to worship in Jerusalem and was sitting in his chariot on his way home, reading the prophet Isaiah aloud. Then the spirit told Philip, go and join the chariot. And when when Philip ran up to it, he heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you're reading? How can I, he said, unless someone guides me. So he invited Philip to come up and sit with him. Now the scripture he was reading was this. He was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb is silent before its shearer, so he does not open his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him. Who will describe his generation, for his life is taken from the earth? Now right there, he's reading Isaiah 53. Okay, So verse 34 says this, The eunuch replied to Philip, I ask you, who is the prophet saying this about, himself or another person? So Philip proceeded to tell him the good news about Jesus, beginning from that scripture. Again, another awesome example of the Old Testament working with the New, that Jesus is in the Old Testament, and Philip is using the Old Testament to explain who Jesus is. So as they were traveling down the road, they came to water, and the eunuch said, Look, there's water. What's keeping me from being baptized? And Philip said, If you believe with your heart, you may. And he replied, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And then he ordered the chariot to stop, and both Philip and the eunuch went down into the water, and he baptized him. And when he came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuchs did not see him any longer. But he went on his way rejoicing. And Philip appeared in Azotus, and he was traveling and evangelizing in all the towns until he came to Caesarea. Such a cool passage of Scripture. And um, I'll just tell you some things that this sticks out to me. And this, and I, honestly, it's one of my favorite passages, but man, it challenges me so much. And, and here's really how it challenges me. It, is it, can, it makes me, and it, it causes me to consider in my life how receptive I am to the Holy Spirit leading me. How receptive am I to the Holy Spirit leading me where I need to go? I mean, we see this in really two miraculous ways in Philip's life. The the first is verse 26, when the angel of the Lord tells him to get up and leave, right? He he says, get up and leave, go south on this road that goes from Jerusalem to Gaza. So, So think of how random this is. Go to this random road. Philip, get up from what you're doing and go to this road. And here's what makes this this what this is what makes this even crazier, is that as we've already seen in Acts chapter eight, Philip is having a really fruitful ministry in Samaria. I mean, people are coming to know the Lord. Uh, people are becoming believers. I mean, it's an incredible thing that's happening in Samaria, and yet the Lord, the Holy Spirit, draws him away from that. That's pretty it's pretty crazy, right? So the Spirit says go, and Philip says go. And so the next thing, I have to wonder if Philip's wondering, like, why I'm on this road? What's happening? Like, maybe he's passing other chariots. Maybe he's passing other people. And he's like, what am I doing? And then the second thing in verse 29, 
as it says, the Spirit told Philip, go and join that chariot. And so literally, he's walking down the road, and the Spirit points at a chariot to him, or speaks to him in a way, and says, hey, that chariot, go to it. And I love what verse 30 says. It says, Philip ran up to it. He didn't walk. He didn't jog. He didn't take his time. He ran up to it. I mean, think about how cool this is, that, that Philip is um, being so receptive to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit says, go here, and he goes. Go to this person, and he goes. That's just so cool. And, and it makes me just wonder. Well, we'll ask this question at the end, because if you go on, he, he begins to explain the word to this guy, and it just so happens. I mean, we're talking about Esther, right? And coincidence or providence? Is coincidence, is it just random stuff, or is it the providence of God that's orchestrating these things together? Think about Philip. He goes and he meets this man at the perfect time when this man is reading Isaiah 53 that's all about Jesus. And Philip says, can I explain it? The guy says, yes. And and he does. And the guy says, well, well, man, he comes to know the good news of Jesus and he immediately gets baptized. He doesn't wait around. He doesn't sign a card. He doesn't like go through a discipleship class or anything. He just, man, I'm following Jesus and I need to make that public. And I need to show people that I am following Christ. And again, let me just tell you, if you're a Christian, man, you need to be baptized. That's not something that's optional for us. If we're following, well, I say it's not optional. I'm not saying we're saved by baptism, but I am saying that the New Testament places a major emphasis on this, that, that if you're able, if you're physically able, that if you're following Christ, you need to be baptized, that the baptism is an outward sign of, of what's happening inward to us. And um, and so he says, let me get baptized. And it says that Philip uh, baptized this man right there. And so think about how cool this is. Philip is so receptive to the Holy Spirit that he says, wherever you tell me to go, I'm going to go. Whatever chariot you tell me to go to, I'm going to go to. Even if it doesn't make the most sense, I'm going to go. So, so let me ask you, how receptive are you to the Holy Spirit today? Man, man, are you? I know sometimes in my life, my life can get so busy and my life can get so loud that, that I can uh, sometimes not hear the voice of God really well. What, what if I came today and, and when I go to school tomorrow for you, uh, when I go to um, a, a place to hang out on Friday night, if I just walked in saying, Lord, Holy Spirit, maybe there's someone here you're allowing my path to intertwine with. Maybe maybe there's someone who, here who needs to hear the power of the gospel. Would you make me receptive to sharing that with them? Man, I know that's a prayer I need to pray more in my life. Because can I tell you what the Holy Spirit will do? Man, the Holy Spirit will seek people out. The Holy Spirit will chase people down. Because isn't that so cool that this man is going back to Ethiopia, and yet the Holy Spirit sends Philip for this one guy? And in verse 39, it says, The Spirit of the Lord after this carried Philip away. We don't really know what it looked like, but you know what's clear? It is that the Holy Spirit sent Philip on this one assignment for this one man. There's one man who is really high up um, in Ethiopia. He, he's a, a servant of the queen, and so man, he has a lot of power. He has a lot of influence, and this really probably is what started the spread of the gospel in Ethiopia, this one guy. And the Holy Spirit just tells Philip, hey, get up and go. Hey, that chariot, go talk to him. And because Philip's receptive, he's able to lead someone to Christ. Now, let me ask you today, as you're living your life, as you're going about your day, how receptive are you to the Holy Spirit? Because maybe, just maybe, there's someone in your life today that needs to hear the good news of Jesus. And the Holy Spirit would love, would love for you to be receptive and be able to share it with that person. So be receptive today, pray today, and let the Holy Spirit give you uh, just a sense of boldness to share the gospel with other people. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock and we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15.
For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.